this is Terry McCarty, and you are listening to another episode of Reviews and Otherwise, and uh, happy Christmas or holiday season to you, wherever you happen to be listening to this, and I'll say a few words about uh, The Matrix uh, Resurrections, which is a... One could call it a sequel, or could also call it a coda to the original Matrix trilogy. And uh, when the first Matrix film came out around 1999, it created a sensation for bringing some ideas to the table, and uh, also featuring some of the kind of uh, action and effects work. Uh, Some of it at the time was uh, new, like the slow motion uh, bullet time effect. And in terms of the fight sequences, uh, the kind of uh, kinetic action that was seen in the 90s in uh, Hong Kong made films, but not a lot of those uh, except for some of the Jackie Chan ones that started to appear weren't uh, available uh, to a wide audience, so so for something that uh, was intended as a mass audience film, uh, this, the action sequences uh, proved uh, revelatory, and uh, the second film, uh, Matrix uh, Reloaded, uh, had, uh, among other things, uh, one of the great well, we could say one of the greatest uh, car chase sequences ever filmed. And uh, you take that sequence and uh, put it against uh, something similar that Christopher Nolan did in Tenet, and uh, certainly the Wachowski's uh, sequence is uh, superior to this day. And by the third film, The Matrix Revolutions, uh, the uniqueness of the first two pretty much got lost, and it was sort of a Star Wars meets Terminator, people versus machines, uh, conventional type of uh, sequel, and uh, that... um, Anyway, it's hard to explain now, but the the two sequels, when they came out uh, in the early 2000s, they weren't quite as uh, beloved as uh, nowadays. And with regards uh, briefly to the Wachowski's work afterwards, uh, you could say Cloud Atlas, uh, some of it worked, some of it didn't, but it was an interesting try to, to adapt a serious novel and uh, 
and it was sort of like uh, actors repertory theater uh, speed racer which uh, got panned and flopped at the time but is uh, more beloved now and justifiably so speed racer has a thread or two that uh, follows over into uh, Matrix Resurrections, basically the corporate, a lot of critique of uh, corporate showbiz and uh, how things get uh, co-opted and corrupted. And so with, uh, with uh, Matrix Resurrections, the first thing is to have Neo Thomas Anderson, back in the real world, established in San Francisco as a computer programmer that, in the first of the meta jokes of the first third of the film, it turned out that the Matrix trilogy was a bunch of uh, immersive uh, first-person uh, video games, and... Um, Anyway, uh, that uh, eventually he gets pulled uh, back uh, into the uh, virtual world. They do, the, of course, the red and blue pill uh, dichotomy again, and uh, and unfortunately, the a lot of the world that. Uh, Neo goes into is the world of the third film instead of uh, you know disregarding that and just uh, concentrating more on the first two and so um, Neo sees Trinity uh, as in the early portion as a wife and mother at the uh, coffee shop in, in San Francisco they both go to and it has a cute uh, name that you'll see the film and you'll uh, pick up what the cute name is so I won't spoil it and eventually about two-thirds into the film they, they get together and uh, there's a spectacular jump off the roof with with uh, wires that are you know a digitally erased stunt and uh, in terms of the additions to the cast uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II who was very good in the remake reboot of uh, Candyman and Jessica Fenwick as Bugs are the MVPs and they have also Jonathan Groff as a reconceived uh, East Park Agent Smith uh, since uh, Hugo Weaving wasn't able to participate and part the mega boss of the of the video game uh, Empire and and casting Groff kind of uh, works uh, in terms of this film and uh, 
also the probably the ultimate villain would be Neil Patrick Harris introduced as a psychiatrist and then and then we find out he's someone who wants a virtual world to keep the population mentally asleep uh, unthinking unquestioning and uh, that certainly has uh, relevance uh, for these times so with uh, with the matrix resurrections it's regarding action sequences they're they're done reasonably well and uh, but they're more like uh, fan service callbacks and, and you don't see anything like new or get the kind of wow that people got uh, with the first film. It's just mainly uh, replication. And of, of course, like the uh, previous uh, films, it, it does end on a positive note and one could say that uh, the Wachowskis, uh, although Willie uh, declined to, to co-direct with Lana on this one, that the message has been sort of their version of uh, the mantra of uh, Rocky Horror, which is, uh, don't dream it, uh, be it. is a positive message, but it's probably one that's uh, going to be ignored because, you know, uh, you've got the Spider-Man and people are hungry for easy familiarity right now, and uh, what better easy familiarity than to, you know, have three Spider-Mans in one film, and so... My guess is that uh, this will do well, but not go beyond the people that have seen the films over and over in the last two decades. And if I were seeing it in the theater, I mean, I've already seen it on HBO Max, but in the theater, I would say put on your N95, KN95, and masks and go catch it at uh, whatever theater is playing it in uh, any of the various IMAX formats because uh, some of the visuals especially from the halfway point on would probably look uh, pretty spectacular uh, in an IMAX uh, format so Anyway, if I were rating this on a scale of five stars, uh, three out of five, it's it's worth seeing, and uh, certainly Keanu and Carrie Ann are, are good once they get to have something really well to play off of uh, with each other, uh, but, but that's the way this is structured, that's late in the film, so anyway, uh, sort of a modest uh, 
recommend, uh, but hopefully 2022 will bring uh, big films that are at least try to be intelligent like this one, uh, and maybe they'll be a little more uh, successful uh, creatively and and, uh, aesthetically. So that's reviews and otherwise uh, for this uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, thank you ever so much for listening, and uh, if you like what you've been hearing, then uh, please uh, recommend it uh, via your favorite form of social media, and I'll see you again in a few days, and Thank you ever so much for listening, and uh, bye for now.